You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kenton Park, South Africa. On the line, author, speaker, um, podcaster, and uh, you know, business entrepreneur as well. And uh, he's the podcaster on the platform, um, the business forecast on YouTube. And uh, this is where the conversations normally happen every Monday. But what we do on this particular feature, we bring those conversations here, we break them down to unpack them in a manner that is going to be palatable. And some of the things that might have we might have missed out on during watching the show or engaging maybe you had questions that you didn't have answered we have this platform to really break down those details so that you can take these lesson or principles that are shared by these amazing guests and go and be able to build your business and take it to the next level good afternoon dogozo how are you doing uh, afternoon, people. I'm awesome on my side. Uh, how about you? I am fantastic. It's always I'm always looking forward to Nati Mondays because for me, I find these principles that we are sharing can literally be used in how we do family better, how we do our relationships better, how we do our friendships better. Because I think if it's good for your bag, it should be good for you, right? <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. They cover almost every aspect of life because these are principles of success, and you need success, and you know, in every aspect of your life, like you just said. So they they're really quite universal as well as being business specific. So I also really like them because of that. So this week we're going to be diving into your conversation you had with Laurel um, Lorraine Flesser and speaking about um, building innovative ecosystems. And I thought that was something very interesting, but also those are big words. <laughs> You don't hear ecosystem <laughs> in your everyday life. So maybe that's where we need to um, start our conversation by giving those words a clearer definition. That way we know what we're working with as we continue the conversation. Yeah, most definitely. Those are big words. And, you know, one of the reasons why, you know, we have the show is so that we can actually take some of the systems out there that are helping big companies succeed that small businesses just don't have access to. And this is one such, um, you know, uh, a system. Like if you Google innovation ecosystems, you'll find that there's just so much that, I mean, so many large corporations are using these systems and they're becoming more successful, whereas small businesses don't even know about them. So we're like, nah, let's actually start telling people about this system so that they can learn how to apply it and use it. And that's why we brought in, in particular, Lauren Fleiser. Um, uh, she's from a company called The Collective Organization. And basically, they help um, large corporations as well as small businesses build their own innovation, uh, innovation ecosystems and basically help them structure these great systems so that they can actually help their businesses to get their businesses to the next level. So I think uh, the best place to start here is one of the last things that Lauren said, you know, that right now, one thing we have to realize is that every business, we are in an, an ecosystem economy or a multi-stakeholder economy. And what that means basically is that in the past, small business, I mean, business was simple, right? You're an organization, you come up, we see a problem, you create a product to solve the problem, you sell that product, you make money out of that product. But we're moving away from that. We're moving into an ecosystem economy. And what that means is a, an economy where businesses, individuals, government, the education sector, they need to come together in order to identify problems that they can solve together. 
And once they've got this, you know, problem and solving this problem at the center, they can now start creating more than one product to actually solve this problem. And as they come up with these products and these products make money, then they each share, right, in, in, in the profit from this product. So it's based, an ecosystem is basically like a coming together of different stakeholders, organizations, and individuals in order to solve problems together so that they can actually start benefiting together. You know, so it's moving away from the traditional way of doing business. I love the idea of coming together, but one of the things that I really, um, I think a lot of our entrepreneurs out there, when they're thinking about the idea of collaboration and coming together, especially to create a network like a, um, an, an, eco- an ecosystem of some sort, a lot of people fear being swallowed in that space or losing their own identity or losing their company because the people that are coming into that space maybe might be bigger players and might have better resources but not maybe the creative hunger that you have and then they steal that. So what are some of the benefits that one should take into account when they're thinking about joining an, an ecosystem or even forming one themselves? Yeah, and that's a good one, right? Um, especially what you highlight to say that when it comes to an ecosystem, either you can join one or you can form one, mm. right? Um, basically, what Lon was saying is that it's better, firstly, to find an ecosystem, you know, ecosystems that already exist, right? Because, you know, it, it, it's easy for you to actually be part of um, a moving, you know, a car that's already moving where you can benefit from. But it's also possible for you to start one. Um, but when you are joining an ecosystem, what will usually happen there is that that ecosystem will have a proper purpose, you know, and the purpose will be to solve a specific problem or to reach a specific goal. And every organization that joins that ecosystem, you will know what your responsibilities are and what your benefits are, right? So if the, the one thing about an ecosystem, everyone must add value and everybody must extract value, right? So you know what you're putting in and you know what you're getting out. So that particular um, structure and those processes almost, you know, they, they protect you in a way that you know you won't be giving out all of your company. You know exactly what you'll be giving out and you'll know exactly what you'll be getting in. So it's up to you. If you want to give us your whole idea, your whole IP, you know you're giving us your whole IP, but what you'll be getting back is a lot. But if you want to just give out a bit of what you want to provide to that ecosystem and still keep your independence, you're able to do that as well. Mm. And I feel like it's similar to even if you're forming your own ecosystem. Because if you're forming your own ecosystem, again, you start off by saying, this is the purpose of my ecosystem. For example, we, are, we want to eradicate, um, I've seen uh, maybe the, solve the problem of education in our township. You know, we want all students to, to have access to, to education. So let's say that's the purpose of your ecosystem. From there, what you do, you go to maybe uh, the department, you know, uh, of education to, to join your ecosystem. You go to maybe uh, a CNA to join your ecosystem so that they can help with stationery. You know, you go to players who can actually add some value to that ecosystem. But when you're, make, when you're bringing them in, you have to be very specific about what they're bringing in and what they're going to get out. They need to know that they don't have any ownership in your company. You know, you, you know, we're coming together for this common purpose. Everybody's putting in money. Everybody taking out money. So there are these processes you can put in place to make sure that you actually don't get swallowed up, whether you are starting your own or you are joining an existing one. Mm. 
let's get a bit deeper into that. What would you say would be the main, um, maybe if you are joining a existing ecosystem, you know, especially with large corporates. I mean, I like the fact that you already touched on um, protecting your IP or at least defining for yourself whether it is worth giving it up for what you're going to get or not. But what would be the three key things or maybe even two key um, components to look at when you are joining um, uh, an existing ecosystem? What do you need to have as those um, principles that will safeguard your business. But I also want to look at it in the flip side of the three that are critical when you are choosing to be the one that says, you know what, I'm going to start this uh, ecosystem and I'm going to bring people in. What are the three fundamentals that you need to have on lockdown for yourself to be able to get the most out of that opportunity? All right. So I think one of the best ways to start, you know, when it comes to answering those questions is to just do a, a mini breakdown of the types of existing ecosystems that Lauren told us um, exist. Uh, and basically, uh, she spoke first about a corporate innovation ecosystem. And that's basically an ecosystem where there's a large corporation that is willing to partner with an SME um, to solve a particular problem. I believe we've spoken about this before in earlier episodes when it's an ESG relationship. So you're a small yes. business and you, you, you are in alignment with a large corporation, like you, you are doing something similar, you go to them and you tell them this is what you're doing, why you're a good match, and maybe they can come in and they can help you with funding, they can help you with gaining access to markets, you know, but then still here, Lauren told us that you need to be careful that they don't dominate you, right? This is a partnership, it's not a, you know, a donation. Don't just feel as though, just because it's a big corporation, they can dictate everything. No, it's a partnership, so everybody must know what they're putting in and what they're getting out. So if they're giving you some money for funding, they need to know that in the future, maybe you're going to give them a discount on the, on the prices that you, or, or the product that you're going to be selling to them, or what their percentage is going to be when it comes to the new, um, maybe problem that you're going to be solving, right? So that's the first one. Next is a sector-based ecosystem. And that's basically when a company or university orchestrates an ecosystem around a particular sector, right? Like I said before, it could be an education-focused ecosystem. It can be maybe healthcare-based ecosystem or an agriculture-based ecosystem where the purpose is basically to, to derive value, to create value in a particular um, industry. So there are sector-based ecosystems out there. So if you do your research, you'll find that they are there. So what you might want to do is, you know, join that ecosystem because they're already in the agricultural sector. They already have what you need. So when you join in, you get to be part of this ecosystem and get to, you know, instead of trying to do this thing alone, you gain access to many other things. But even there, you know, you the first thing they'll tell you is what you're, what you're putting in and what you can expect out. So you can read those. And if you don't like them, you know, just make sure you don't join that one. And then there's a district-based ecosystem where they basically create support networks within a particular area. So maybe in Davidson, in Tendisa, you know, there's ecosystems that are helping that particular area. And again, you can look them up and just look through um, which parts of it you like and which parts you don't. And then there's something called an entrepreneurial ecosystem. Um, and basically that's where, it, like um, NPOs, I believe, they largely support entrepreneurs who don't have money to start, like they're starting off from nothing, and they basically 
basically, you know, help bring money together to help those entrepreneurs. So you can join those ones, but again, you know, it just depends on whether or not you like the terms and conditions. And then when it comes to building your own ecosystem, you know, there are some things to take into account. Firstly, as Lauren said, you need to understand that you're going to need some money to fund that ecosystem, right? Because when you're starting out, it's going to take you longer to form an ecosystem than to just do, your, you know, take your product market. So you need to make sure that you've got some money to support yourself in the meantime. But what you're going to be doing when you're creating your own ecosystem after determining, uh, I think there are some steps that you gave us. You know, the first, first thing you do when you're starting your own is identify what the purpose is, right? Secondly, identify who's going to orchestrate this ecosystem, meaning who's going to run it. Is it you who's going to run it and bring other players together? Or are you going to find a big corporation and tell them to run this ecosystem? And then thirdly, that's where you determine how you're going to fund the ecosystem. So if you've got the money to fund the ecosystem before it starts making money itself, okay, that's great. But if not, you might want to go to a corporation and tell them to fund your ecosystem. They might be willing to do that if you're with, you know, aligned with their, what they're doing. And then, you know, lastly, you need to determine the value that is being brought by each member as well as the value that each member is going to get, right? So basically, telling people why they should be a part of the ecosystem. If you're coming to me and saying, so well, you're already in agriculture, you're in my ecosystem, unless I have a reason why I can, maybe if I join your ecosystem, maybe I can sell my potatoes to a whole lot more people, of course I'm going to join it, right? Mm. But then I'll need to know also what I'm bringing in. But if you want me to come in and I don't know exactly what I'm getting out of it, I'm probably not going to join. Mm. So an ecosystem is about solving a problem together, but in such a way that everybody not only brings in value, but takes out the value. You know, but in all of these things, everything must be well documented so everybody knows what they're getting in and getting out, but nobody ends up dominating anyone. I love that. I love the part of know what you really want to get from the onset out of these processes or else you will lose yourself. You will lose um, that process. And I also like the fact that we need to double down on our paperwork. That way, everybody at the end of the day gets what they signed up for, or at least we've got the structures to lead to that. So we're going to take a song. On the other side of the song, I want to know what who uh, would best benefit from these ecosystems? Because maybe somebody says, but I mean, I'll crash and angi bonus thing or so guba guma ecosystem angane ekon engit you know because people sometimes they like in land amas ecosystem melengi download day itolwa gupi so I just wanna get into that who would best benefit from this and also especially for us as small businesses or at least our listeners who have small businesses how can they really maximize on this information that we are sharing today zero six seven one five three one zero eight nine if you are just tuning in you are listening to the midday hangout right here on uh, hope alive radio this is Munati monday we are in the feature called uh, Munati biz with ntogozo Slachwayo, and we are just unpacking uh building ecosystem innovation innovative ecosystems for small businesses or at least um middle no matter what scale of the business that you are in you can always benefit from the information we're sharing or at least that's what i think and that's what we're going to be unpacking when we come back asking who would best benefit from this 27 minutes past the hour one o'clock here is um joya celebration and uh, this is just 26 do hit us up on Facebook. We are Hope Alive Radio Station on Twitter at Hope Alive underscore radio and uh, Instagram Hope Alive Radio with the hashtag Midday Hangouts.
you want to take your business to the next level? Advertise on Hope Alive Radio and reach customers around the world. Call us on 011-976-0600 or visit our website at www.hopealiveradio.co.za. Alternatively, you could email info at hopealiveradio.co.za for more information. Act now and get more clientele. You're listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Indeed, we are your number one Christian online radio station and we won't be online for too long, but we need your support with uh, that by just sending us a voice note and just telling us, uh, giving us your name, your surname and uh, also your address, but also say that you want Hope Alive Radio on the FM platform. And if you could help us with that, we would appreciate that. Send that voice note to 067-153-1089. And listen, we could start 2023. Go FM. Hope Alive Radio FM. Aye! Sounds, it's got that ring to it, you know? But anyway, 28 minutes towards the top of the hour. On the line, I'm still with Ntogozo Slachwayo, author, speaker, and a podcaster. We are on the Nati Biz unpacking uh building eco innovation innovation in, innovative ecosystems for um our businesses whether you're starting one or joining one that's what we want to unpack and hopefully by the end of this conversation you will know we'll see which direction to take so Ntogozo, before we went to uh joy celebration Wonke, i was asking who would best benefit from these ecosystems especially because our business, our, our people that are listening to us have are in different um, circles. You know, some are doing small businesses in the hood. Some are in, you know, have gone through the boundary education. Others have gone through the OBE. We are different generations that are listening. So somebody might be discarding themselves just because of they say, I mean, I'm in the ecosystem. Sure. Yeah, no, I think that's why we're here, right? To, yeah. to, to give people access to, you know, to this knowledge and this information because, like I said, these are things that are being used by large corporations and sometimes we exclude ourselves from these and we wonder why we don't, you know, get as successful as other people get. And now this is an opportunity for you to use this awesome thing called an innovation ecosystem. And the, the, the great thing about an ecosystem, unlike um, a, a business network, is that you don't need to necessarily be a business in order to be part of an ecosystem, right? So an ecosystem is the coming together of businesses, of government, of, um, you know, NGOs or NPOs, or even individuals, right? They come together to, you know, to be part of this movement that is solving a particular problem. And, you know, Lorna is saying that at the center of an ecosystem must be the solving of this problem. Unlike normally, you know, business will be alone and will be trying to create a product that solves a problem. Here, we're coming together because we want to solve a problem. So nobody is excluded from that. You know, as long as you see and identify a problem that you want to be a part of solving, or you've got some ideas to solve it, whether or not it's a business, then an ecosystem is for you. So the next step from there will be either to join an existing ecosystem that is already trying to solve that problem, or to create one yourself, right? So no one is excluded. And as Lauren said, we are in an age of ecosystems. You know, the normal way of doing business will die out because you will be out there trying to solve a problem yourself. We want, you know, um, building your crash, you know, we want 
and other people are just going to be, you know, passing you and you're going to be wondering how, but that's because they're going to be working together, you know, and every time when people come together and they work together and they're sharing resources and sharing knowledge and sharing research, and they're, they're able to grow quicker than when they are alone. So mm. I would encourage every person to be part of an ecosystem, even if you start off by joining an incubator. So I believe that's the type of an ecosystem where you're coming together, you guys are sharing resources to, to gain access to markets or to create products, more products consistently over and over and, you know, to a greater degree. I love that idea of the fact that you will see others progressing faster and it's not because they know better, but it's because they have become part of a community that has um that shares the knowledge and therefore whether or not your shortcomings almost are a kind of um you know it's, it's almost as if somebody covers your shortcomings covers what you cannot do because they bring a skill that you are strong in other areas and maybe the areas that you might be weak at or on the 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 rest of the ecosystem balances you out and therefore your business is able to have a better fighting chance than you would have if you were working by yourself Perfect. Uh, That's exactly it. So uh, wrapping it up, um, what are some of the things that are, are key that you think um, maybe we did not touch on, but you really want um, us to take in and uh, think about as we plan and forge our way forward in exploring these different um, ecosystems that are out there that we could be part of? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's so much to say on this. You know, I think the, the most important thing that came across, you know, when Lon was, was talking is firstly to inform people about the fact that these ecosystems exist. And secondly, to inform people, you know, about the various kinds of ecosystems and what they are and how they work. For example, somebody might be sitting here and saying, I didn't know that I could go to a large corporation and they could fund me and give me access to markets, but they can, right? Mm. So... Um, you, you have to start now opening up your mind and doing more research. You know, they can go and watch the whole episode, but we will hopefully have learned through coming through again and, and telling us more about it. But you just know, I would just like people to know that the, the old way of doing business is, is, is dying out. You have to partner up. The, the globalization and the internet and social media has made it easy for people to connect worldwide and therefore they're collaborating to do great things together. And you don't have to be doing it alone, you know? And even if you're an NPO, and I've recently, two weeks ago, went to a conference where it was uh, about 20 NPOs coming together to form uh, a coalition, right? Because together as NPOs, we can share resources, share skills, and even share funds fun to help us, you know, do more. So this is the future of doing business, not just business, but problem solving. If you want to solve a problem, Find a common group that you can do this with. And they are existing ecosystems that you can, you know, join that are already doing what you want to do. Or you start one, you know, yourself, like, you know, um, using those those, um, those points that we shared. And, you know, companies like Lawrence Company, which is called the collective organization, they help with that. You know, that's exactly what they help with. They help with, you know, forming, they're an advisory organization that help you form an ecosystem, you know, create the structures, you know, get the right technologies, get the right partners and things along those lines. So there are organizations like that that can help you, you know, so that you can actually now look into that and see what you can do. So start thinking small and start thinking big because as the saying goes, together we can go further. 
Together we can build feathers, stop thinking small, think big, take your business to the next level. Let's plug a few businesses before we bow out today. What companies are we plugging? All right, so today we are plugging in JCS Business Consulting. They basically provide their clients with a complete business solution like bookkeeping, financial statements, taxation, annual returns and company registrations and things like that. So if you are in need of that, you can make sure to contact them. And then just lastly today, uh, we just have two. Um, we do have a company called, sorry, um, please give me a second. Oh yeah, they're called a hopeful insurance broker. So basically they uh, provide funeral cover, affordable, you know, um, small business funeral cover services that you know you can reach out to that's hopeful insurance broker and yeah those are the two businesses that you uh, we are playing in today thank you so much for that and uh where can people find you somebody might be listening very interested in continuing this conversation and the information that you have shared so where can they find you on the socials all right so on the socials you can find uh firstly the podcast is the business forecast um, that is on uh, YouTube. You can find us there. We have a big community on Facebook. It's called Let's Talk Business and Help Each One Grow South Africa. And on the other socials, you can just find us on Filigree Net. That is where we are. Unfortunately, tonight, because of load reduction, um, we might not be able to release an episode, but we'll make sure we release it tomorrow if that is the case. But yeah, please follow us. And, you know, we've got a whole lot more for you. Thank you so much. Uh, I enjoy these conversations. As I said, that we could apply these business, these principles to any part of our lives. We could build ecosystems if as single parents or as you newlyweds, where we can explore those mm. uh, information and be able to take that into that space. We could take uh, ecosystems and build them for our careers in terms of if you're an accountant mm. and have an ecosystem of accountants and see what other opportunities that could be available for you in that space. And that's why I always feel like these principles we should not just think ah, i don't have a company if you don't have a business you are the business as usual have a fantastic one sir and thank you so much thank you so much and bye to everyone yep yeah, that's how we wrap it up with you're listening to hope alive your number one online christian radio station 